I'm Classy Earhart. Welcome to Speak Life Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the best things we can give ourselves is grace. Extending grace to ourselves lends us time to find purpose and truth in our lives. Your journey to becoming more inspired to speak life into your fears and your triumphs while manifesting an existence rooted in love and deeply connected to the world around you begins right now. I am so grateful to facilitate a conversation with Brianna Rogers about having a servant's heart and what that means as we cultivate a life that is sustained by being virtuous in Christ. It's my hope that as you listen to our conversation, that you feel empowered to look inward and develop your own servant's heart. I'm so excited to have her here. Thank you so much, Brianna, for being here and sharing this message with us around your ministry and your organization, Pretty Proverbs. Please tell us more. Thanks for having me, Classy. You're so welcome, girl. So glad you're here. A little bit about how we got started. Um, Pretty Proverbs, my friend and I were um, in undergrad at Arkansas State University in mm-hmm. Jonesboro. And we were just throwing around ideas like how can we um, connect with other young ladies like us to just like spread um, the love of Christ and just like mm-hmm. literally create a space for women like us. And so we started off as a blog. Mm-hmm. Um, as a faith-based blog and it grew and people started asking us to like come and speak we were like well no that's not what we do <laughs> um, but it did get us to thinking like okay we have something here we have an audience mm-hmm. and so um, we decided to do a conference and over 200 ladies showed up and we wow. said okay like we have a real thing here and so yeah. we became an official organization um, they've really been running ever since then. Where did you all start? Yeah, so we started at Arkansas State University in Jonesboro okay. with what we call Sister Circles. And so mm-hmm. it's a bi-weekly meeting um, where we do devotion. Uh, we play a lot of games and icebreakers just to literally build that community. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to invite different people. Like different people showed up um, every other week. Um, we had like the stable ones that were there like the whole time. But okay. it was just like, hey, anybody that wants to come, come. And so that's where we started, and then we branched out. So my business partner, Monique, um, moved to Memphis. She got married and moved to Memphis, and then she launched a chapter there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then about a year after I moved here to Little Rock, I launched a chapter here in Little Rock. Wow. So there's three chapters, chapters, and now we're even in another state. So what, what are some things that the women get from attending your sister circles and just being a part of the community and the family of Pretty Proverbs? Yeah. So one of the main things is just that, like the community. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a bit of a sisterhood. We um, always offer like um, the devotion and then we also do community service every Mm -hmm. month. And so we are gearing up to start back our sister circles in August. And um, our girl that's over the chapter in Jones Roy actually just sent me all of the community service projects wow. for like the, the end of the year. And so we're that's excited about that. Yeah. Providing opportunities 
um, ways to like engage and showing people that like just because you love Christ doesn't mean you have to be like a boring sap. You, know, you can still <laughs> okay. have fun. You can still serve. So yeah. providing those service opportunities and um, sisterhood. Well, show me a little. Like I really want to dive into the purpose. Yes. Of of the sister circles of Pretty Proverbs and like how you're speaking life into yeah. these women. One of the things I noticed when we first started the sister circles was that, so like me personally, I like grew up in church. My parents were mm-hmm. ministers, and then my business partner, um, she was the same, but you know it wasn't as mandatory for her to go as it was for me. Okay. And so you know we came from two different backgrounds, and while in the beginning. Um, we didn't know like how that would work out. It mm-hmm. really served to be very beneficial because if the girls couldn't relate to me, they could relate to her. Mm-hmm. And so in those sister circles, one of the things I learned is like there were so many girls that had no knowledge of Christ or had ever been to church. And it was like we're starting fresh, basically. Yeah. And so that can be scary and that can be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just showing them like, listen, it's really about that um, community and that sisterhood and um, providing the space to where, like, you can ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I really love about our sister circles is the intimate setting. Mm-hmm. You know, in church, I mean, we, that's corporate worship. Yeah. That's yeah. In sister circles, it's like, okay, we can get a little more intimate. We can have question and answer. Mm-hmm. If I feel like, you know, somebody is, um, going through the same thing that I'm going through, or mm-hmm. maybe I've met someone who has conquered what I'm facing right now. Yeah. And that's the moment that we can connect. And we like, there are times where we're just like, you know what, let's just pray now. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we can't always do that in bigger settings. Yeah. Um, so really, really having that um, intimate sisterhood in those times. And it's only for an hour. Our sister circles are only for an hour. Mm-hmm. But in that hour, we begin. So we have greeters at the door. So everybody's mm-hmm. greeted. We want them to feel welcome. Yeah. Um, and so in that hour, we start with prayer and then we'll do an icebreaker because typically there's somebody new at every sister circle. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of like to break the ice. Maybe, especially the one in Jonesboro, it's on a college campus. Mm-hmm. And so maybe they're just coming from class or they just had an exam, you know, yeah. and they're tired. Uh, or they're worried about something. And so um, we start with the icebreaker just to loosen everybody up. Yeah. Um, it gets to everybody to get to know each other's names and like who's here and where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And then um, we choose, we typically choose the category of that devotion from our blog on prettyproverbs.com because we, we cover so many different topics. Mm-hmm. And so it can be anything from like, okay, um, you know, being a new college girl, talking to the freshmen that are coming straight from high school, to um, even just like girly things, talking relationships, talking, building a prayer life. Some of them wow. um, know that they have a goal in mind. But it's like, how do I do this? Like, what does mm. it look like? Because it's not yeah. necessarily a template for, um, you know, just being a Christian or um, mm-hmm. being... Um, new, a lot of them are coming away from home, and so it's like implementing that independence. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know what to do now, or this is different, or I just want to fit in somewhere. Yeah. And so having those real talk um, sessions, this is also why we do not record our sister circles. And so mm-hmm. uh, we don't do Facebook Live, we don't do Periscope, because we really want to provide that confidentiality and that privacy and that, and that intimate moment, that safe setting for our girls at our sister circles. Yeah, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because the word safety just kept playing in my mind because I'm like, this is a safe space for these young girls to be vulnerable 
and to find encouragement, support, and upliftment from other like-minded women. Yeah, which is, it's crazy because when we began Pretty Proverbs, we had no intention on being like a physical organization. It was mm-hmm. all online, you know, just with our blog. And so when it got to like actually making those connections with like real people and you can, <laughs> you can see them, you can touch them, you can talk to them. It was like, you know, it was definitely scary at first because I am an introvert and I mm-hmm. prefer to be, you know, behind the scenes. But I think it's so meaningful um, mm-hmm. and it's so rewarding to see that impact in that person. And so when we just like get emails or they yeah. text us and say, hey, you know, that really meant a lot or thank you for what you shared tonight. Um, that is that is really rewarding to, to hear. So it sounds like it was worth it to get that feedback and the overwhelming response of just young girls having gratitude for you and what you've created that that kind of outweighed how you felt the intensity of being an introvert. Yeah, absolutely. And not even them having gratitude for me, but I think just seeing them be able and be comfortable with making that connection from, you know, feeling alone to actually being comfortable with that and developing a relationship with Christ. I think that's what's Mm -hmm. most rewarding. Um, And so, yeah, and it did not necessarily take away my fear. It just, my um, desire to see them continue to make these connections overrides the fear. Okay, yeah. and yeah, so that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. So the desire to to do exactly what Christ has told us to do, yes. and that is yes. to to shepherd and to help others find Him and and cultivate those deep and meaningful relationships, and He then helps us continue to work Absolutely. through the fear. And I and I know I was going to say I think <laughs> I know it is only Him that is giving you the courage to do these things. Um, because, you know, if it were up to me, I would just remain behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> but there are still things that, that really have to be done face to face. And I don't want to use that as an excuse. And I think, you know, what if, you know, I chose not to do this? Or what if I just stayed silent? Um, I don't think anything would go undone. I think mm-hmm. we just need somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do enjoy being a vessel. And I'm passionate about this. And so yeah. I, I've learned so many things about myself through this organization and mm-hmm. through this ministry and through working with, with other young ladies. Yeah, and then realizing that him using you adds a unique layer to it while someone else could have been being been used through yeah. him, yeah. you provide your Brianna Rogers way along with your partner, right. Monique. So yeah. you all provide this unique perspective and a unique way of doing it because I love that. And, and, and so how long has Pretty Proverbs been around now? So we launched um, Pretty Proverbs August 14th of 2014, which has been five years now. Wow. <laughs> five years. It doesn't even feel that way. <laughs> Saying wow. it out loud is like, what? Five <laughs> years five have years. gone by yeah. that fast. Yeah. So it sounds like an enjoyable five years. Yeah. I'm really grateful, I must say, and I cannot go any further without saying I'm really grateful for the team that we have mm-hmm. um, it started off with just us two because who needs a team to run a blog nobody right <laughs> um, but yeah then, yeah but then when we did our conference we were like okay we need like hands and so mm-hmm. I just started looking at um who was volunteering to help without us having to ask just kind of you know who really had the servant heart and had the passion for this yeah um, and from that we um developed um, it was a group of 10 girls and we reached out to them and we were like, hey, do you want to 
want to um, be in leadership for this organization. And so I made a leadership guide, you know, here are our requirements, mm -hmm. um, here's what we expect of you. Mm -hmm. um, and from that team, we just wanted, like, help brainstorming. How can we continue to grow? Like, we're, you know, incredibly grateful for what we've done before, but, like, we want to we wanna do more. Yeah. Um, and so um, we've grown that team, and so they've helped us with, like, our last two conferences, and really with engaging because Monique and I are no longer in Jonesboro and we're not in Arkansas State. Okay, yeah. So that remains to be our largest chapter. Wow. Um, and most of our team lives there. Mm -hmm. And so um, really being able to delegate has been another lesson for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, just seeing them continue to flourish. We meet every month. Um, mm -hmm. I probably email every week. Um, okay. They're probably tired of me. But... I'm just keeping that communication and growing to become, to be more impactful from mm -hmm. that. Over the five years, we um, have partnered with Micro Society Magnet School in Jonesboro okay. that reached out to us about um, spearheading their mentorship program for sixth grade girls. Wow. And so we've been doing that for almost two years now. That's amazing. And so I know, right? That's really exciting. Yes. Um, because I was a little fearful of, kind of making that contact with minors because I'm like, yeah, I don't know, like liability, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But um, my business partner loves kiddos. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I think we have to do it, Brianna. And so um, we met with them and it has been so rewarding. Like um, they meet every Thursday during the school year. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like different topics wow. like self-esteem and confidence. And they are so funny. They are so full of personality. Um, and this is in Jonesboro as well. Okay. So the girl that we have over there is on our collective team. Mm -hmm. um, and she sends pictures and videos. Uh, we wow. did we, Last year, we took them on a college tour to Arkansas State. And wow. they were so welcoming. Because we are a registered organization there at Arkansas State, um, they provided them lunch. And so just branching out, that was another thing that we did not expect to do. Mm -hmm. But we found it to be very rewarding and impactful. And the response has been really incredible. Um, from that, we have this new series of blog. Now, we first introduced that last summer. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, we introduced that as a way to keep our girls engaged during the summer break. Yeah. Um, because it's really hard. Like, everybody wants to travel, and I get it. I want to travel. Everyone's the living their best life. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's like, how can we stay connected? Because it's also a season of like incredible temptation and where you just kind of like want to wall out. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, how can we stay connected um, even though they're not on the college campus? And so okay. we did the vlog series where it was, okay, now we're online, uh, which, of course, I love because it's back to, you know, behind <laughs> the computer. Um, and I just kind of, like, feel like I thrive there. But mm -hmm. um, it's a private group because we still wanted to keep that feeling of intimacy um, that we do in our physical sister circles. And so mm -hmm. anybody can join. They just have to be approved first. And mm -hmm. then... Um, right now we have about 170 ladies in that group. Okay, wow. Um, and we do the vlog series. It's very responsive, um, mm -hmm. and we have a really good time. So I, yeah. that's another thing that we've branched out with. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, like we're we're moving and shaking. I love how you mentioned the servant heart and how when you were finding people that are going to help you with your Jonesboro chapter having that servant heart. And I think that's so important. I feel like so many people miss that today, right? Yes. And it's just a blessing, you know, even if they go away to just be a, a small part, like a little itty bitty 
part in their lives and making that little change, whether it was something that we said or mm -hmm. just really them um, seeing someone be consistent in their life, you know, yes. I'm really, really um, serious about us like not canceling a lot on them because mm -hmm. I recognize, especially, you know, at that age, you want somebody that's going to be consistent in your life, you know, mm -hmm. you really care for people to drop in and drop out. And yeah. So they're just looking forward to Thursdays. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. a big deal for them. Yeah. And so, I, I think, you know, some of them I have never met, again, because I'm here. But mm -hmm. just to know that um, the organization that I'm a part of is making a, just a small difference in someone's life is, is continues to be a blessing to me. So I hear that servant heart and that humbleness just all around everything yeah. that you're talking about today. Tell us, what is a servant heart? Yeah, you? so I think one of the, the greatest things is that it's really to have the intention to mirror the heart of Christ. Mm. Um, one thing for him is he was never looking for an audience. While he always gained one, mm -hmm. um, that was never his sole purpose. Yeah. And so when I said it earlier, when we started to look for who we wanted on our team, um, when we started working on our conference, we paid attention to those who volunteered their time or who asked, what else can I do? Mm. That was a huge thing for me. Um, and they also separately had an investment in Pretty Proverbs. They never knew that we were looking for, you know, leadership. Okay. Um, and so they were already invested in it. And so um, I think one of the greatest things of having a servant heart is not looking to be seen um, and asking, like, what can I do? Yeah. Um, how can I make things better? How can I contribute? I think so often I... Um, encounter people who have just like a sense of entitlement like what mm -hmm. can you do for me mm. and yeah, so yeah. Um, another part of having a servant heart is just really looking to invest and to contribute into other people like how can I improve it how can I make it better I think one of the greatest things for that is also um, to take that personally like how can I improve myself even mm. before I contribute to something else like okay you know what are the areas in my life where I could improve or do better or um, yeah. even being open to it's another part of having a servant heart mm -hmm. um, accountability mm. can we um, approach you with actually immediately being defensive yeah and yeah. then you know because I think we all at one point or another maybe we mess up or we just don't see that we are you know not as strong as we started off as yes and so being so able true. to you know have that have those conversations and being receptive and open to feedback is a great part of having a servant heart you know mm -hmm. if we can't approach you there's no way that you can serve effectively yeah um even i mean i do think to be a great leader you have to initially have a servant heart mm -hmm. and so i think your ability to lead is based on your ability to serve if you suck wow. as a servant you're gonna suck as a leader. <laughs> Put it out you there, know, girl. Think, yes. You know, so I, I really, I, I guess my three things for that would be um, being able to be held accountable, mm -hmm. um, asking what can I do, what can I contribute, um, and then having the heart of a leader, but being able to serve effectively. Yeah. And not wanting to be seen. Yeah, I, and I hear that component of like having a self-reflective property about you. I'm willing to self-reflect and look inward and see 
where I can improve and being okay with accepting that that's something that I need to do. And I think that gives us or that um, exhibits compassion because mm. a lot of times we can come in and I will even say I was guilty of this in the beginning because mm -hmm. we were not really experienced um, and yeah. I grew up fairly sheltered. And so in the beginning, these girls come in and they share like all they've done or I've been or have been through it. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then after yeah. like getting to know them and engaging with them and asking, you know what, if I were in their shoes, what would that look like? Instead of mm -hmm. coming in ready to judge and fix and change, it's like, mm -hmm. let's connect first, yeah. right? Because typically we're receptive to someone who we feel like we can relate to or who is compassionate. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to be defensive if I feel like I'm immediately being judged. Yeah, um, yeah. And so we, we typically receive better from people um, who exhibit compassion. Yeah. And so I think that's another component of having a servant heart. Yes, I agree. I agree. And that is just so beautiful that recognizing where you came into this space and being like, okay, well, I'm going to instill all of these things and then like having to be like, wait a minute. Still. Yes. I need to listen. Mm -hmm. I need to show up to serve them. But I need to know how. I need to know their stories. I need to know who they are so that I can connect to the soul of them and that I can truly speak into them the way Christ has spoken into my heart. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that is just so beautiful. And I know you've got a vlog series yes. coming up. It's actually started already. Yes. So tell us about that vlog series. Um, I know it's called Closer. Yes. And I'm so excited for everyone to hear what you're doing with this vlog series and how they can get involved. And So there are two reasons this is really special to me. One, mm -hmm. um, a bit of transparency here. We have actually just kind of relaunched. Um, we took about a six-month hiatus. Um, my business partner, Monique, had a baby. Wow. Um, and so then my exciting. mom passed away. And I'm so, so we just kind of really, thank you, we kind of really scaled back for a second. And so this is the first thing that we've done um, since we have kind of like started back, you know, working with the organization. Yeah. And so um, we introduced it last summer with the vlog series. And so this summer, our vlog series is closer. Um, and that is, we were like, what we ask ourselves, like, what is our goal? What is mm -hmm. the theme that we, what is the message that we want to give? Mm -hmm. um, and so the focus of this is developing a closer and more intimate, relate, a personal relationship with Christ, right? Yeah. Because um, corporately, you know, we all talk about, you know, um, God and, you know, lifestyle and living um, as a Christian. And it's like, okay, but where's the relationship? And so yeah. that's kind of what we're really wanting to focus on. Um, and so we titled it Closer. We want to be closer. Wow. Um, we started this, uh, this Monday was the first, okay. the first vlog. Um, and then we do it every first and third Monday for the summer. So every first and third Monday in June, July, and August. Okay. okay. Um, and so we're covering topics. The first one was just kind of a more of a broad thing on how to get close to God, what it means to be close to God. Um, and then on the third Monday of this month, I'll be talking about um, identifying and removing barriers to intimacy. Like what is in the way? Wow. What are the distractions? That is so important. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And, and it's different for everybody. Yeah, right? yeah. So being able to, one, be honest with yourself and say, no, this really is something that is in the way. Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. not only being able to identify it, but asking yourself, are you willing to remove that? 
Ooh, something that I say all the time is, um, you know, there are songs about like God being like our everything, and uh, I think that's beautiful. But He doesn't require that. But He asks us to be put first before everything else. Yes, right? yes. And so there are so many times where He's on our list, but He's not first, um, and that's really reflective in our lives we can typically tell when he is not first yes and so and it, and it happens we have to do i have to do like a three-month check okay where he's where is he on my list because yeah. he's moved down i put yeah. some things before him and so being able to be honest with ourselves and identify okay what's in the way and what's keeping yeah. me from having the relationship that i want yeah um then next month we're talking about this is the one that you really like building your Yes. And so we'll yes. cover that on the first Monday in July. So what that means, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the movie War Room mm-hmm. with um, Priscilla Shearer, but it's really, the War Room is the term for, she in the movie literally built a prayer room where mm-hmm. this is the one place that she goes and it's just her and God. I think in the, in the movie, um, she had like sticky notes of scriptures that inspired her. Or, okay, wow. Or some prayer request. Um, she had like a, a comfortable chair just really building that space, back to building the space mm-hmm. um, for her and God. And um, sometimes we kind of like don't um, prepare that space for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times we have the misconception that, you know, the environment has to be perfect or I have to set aside an hour mm-hmm. when it's really the purpose is developing, um, just being comfortable mm-hmm. talking to God, like what is your prayer room? Yeah. Um, and so building that war room, literally like warfare this is, these are the things that I have yeah. before Christ and I really want to you know talk to him and I want to hear from him mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times we come in like with like our list of okay I want you to do this 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 and this and then we walk away mm-hmm. well that was a monologue yeah there's no there's you didn't leave any time for like conversations or dialogue yeah. um, just to receive in whatever way that we do sometimes you know it's in you know just receiving like a peace Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that we feel after prayer, just wanting you to walk away from that war room feeling empowered and literally feeling closer to God. Yeah, feeling For his me, presence. Yeah, I can tell, even though I think I, I pray mostly in the evenings. Okay. Um, I can tell like when I've gone too long without praying. And so I feel really productive and I, I mm-hmm. start my day differently. When I pray in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little lazy. So I don't always <laughs> get up to do that. Um, yeah. But a lot of times lately here anyway, since we started this series, I've been yeah. pushing myself um, to wake up a little earlier and have that time set aside just for that. Because it really yeah. shapes my day. That doesn't mean nothing goes wrong. But my, my perspective is a little different and a lot more positive And yeah. I just have a peace about things yeah. when I start my day in my work. And so that's what that's about I absolutely love that idea like when I heard I was like I need to know what this war room is because I haven't seen the movie yet but I will be watching you got to I will I will and I just think that it's so powerful and I know I, I I used to navigate these conversations with people and one of the things that I firmly believe is God never leaves us it is us who leave him he's just waiting Every time, and I just think of the Michael Jackson song, just look over your shoulder, honey. (laughs) Like, he's going to always be there. It is us, like you said, obstacles, things get in the way that divert our attention. And next thing you know, he's moved down on our list of priority. And if we have that self-reflective spirit, we're going to assess these things. I think one of the things we don't realize 
going earlier when I was talking about bringing people to therapy because it was distractions. Yeah. Sometimes we're the barrier. We're the distraction. Yeah. <laughs> because um, we often, you know, when the Bible talks about God not being like man, mm-hmm. we expect him, you know, when, when you and I mess up or, you know, if you and I fall out, it's like, okay, well, she's not going to talk to me or she's going to be angry with me or she's not going to want to be with me. And we expect God to treat us that same way. Yeah. And that's just not him and that's mm-hmm. not his character. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times guilt can keep us from even wanting to talk to God. Well, I'm not going to pray because he's probably mad at me or because I just messed up or, yeah. you know. Um, and so that, that can cause us to be our own distraction. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, you know, I don't want us to fall to. Um, and it happens. Like, I think we yeah. all, we all yeah. do that, but you know, I want to serve as like that caution sign. This is like, Hey, no, it's okay. Yes. Just go back. He's still there. Um, yeah. and be really, really intimate and develop that relationship. It can be awesome. Yeah. Just that mindfulness piece. Yes. That yes. mindfulness. That's just what I hear all around. Just being mindful yeah. always. He's so consistent. Always go. We are not. Yes, <laughs> right. girl. We are not consistent. And so he yeah. is literally the purity that we need to continue to come in and purify our hearts and our minds. I love it. Mm. <laughs> like, it's no good right Like, now. I'm just like, we're just like, we're going all in tonight. So, so, um, Next month is building your war wound, and uh, the third Monday of that month will be resisting regression. So we've gotten closer. Now we're praying, and now we feel comfortable, and we're developing, getting back in that routine of just talking to God on a regular basis and allowing mm-hmm. Him to speak to us. Um, and so then I will cover resisting regression. Now, how do I not go back? Right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've made these, you know, milestones, and I've grown, and I've you know, being able to identify what my barriers and my distractions are. And so now I have to set things in place to not go back. I think a great part of that is accountability. Mm, so yeah. having someone to say, hey, you know, how are you doing on that? You know, the last mm-hmm. time we talked, this was a distraction. So I'm just trying to see, like, how how's that going? And you do that for me very well. <laughs> yes. Glad you don't. Yes. Um, I, I think a great part of that is accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the things that's the hardest for us is to really just be honest, I think, with ourselves. Yeah. You know, I can fool you. I can fool, you know, another friend or even a parent. But I know in the back of my mind, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Yes. Um, this is the excuse that I'm making and yes. that I am being resistant. Um, and so I'll cover resisting regression. And then the last month, um, and, uh, your, your listeners will be the first to learn this. Ooh. Um, the last month there. So there are 31 days in August. Yes. And then we will be releasing a devotion called 31 for the Worthy Woman. And so it's a challenge, rather. Okay. And so we'll present a new challenge every day. And it's going to be something that um, helps you to develop and maintain that closer relationship. And so wow. there will be a scripture, a small devotion, and then a challenge for 31 days in August. And then wow. the final vlog for the month of August is a question and answer. Kind of like a mm-hmm. review and then allowing um, our viewers to ask any questions or give any comments that they've gotten from the whole series. Yeah. I'm really, really excited about that. What a beautiful addition to just not stop the vlog, but to continue the conversation and even helping them develop the yeah. skill of accountability. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So 
know, I'm, I'm, and that is something that we are big on, even with someone when we meet with our team every month. That is something that we drive among each other, right? Okay. So we're not teaching something that we're not doing ourselves. Yes. And so um, even when we do our leadership retreat where we go away, mm-hmm. that's that's always like the theme of, mm-hmm. um, really of our team is accountability, being able and being comfortable to talk to and help and push and challenge mm-hmm. each other. But that's yes. the only way that we grow. That's it. Yeah. That is the only way that we grow. And I see that cultivation of that growth process through all of this. And I just want to, like, I just want to commend you for the follow through of continuing the conversation, not just saying, okay, vlog series done. Hope you understand how to resist (laughs) regression now. Yeah. (laughs) More of like vlog series done, but we're not done yet because the journey's not ever done. We're always ever evolving. This life isn't done. And so you're teaching and instilling and continuing the conversation. I think that is so needed, especially because I remember you said the the reason that you all started the vlog series. And I'm going to let you say that reason again, because it really holds weight to how you've set up the vlog series Mm -hmm. and the follow through afterwards. Yeah, we wanted to serve a provide rather our our slogan really is a platform for the virtuous woman. Yes. We wanted to create that platform. We did not see it on our college campus Mm -hmm. and we were like, let's do something about it. Yeah. Where can women like us go um, to be poured into? Yes. Not always just taking through an injury. How often are women constantly pouring out and pouring out? Jesus. Yeah, and we timed it perfectly because it ends in August, which is when our first sister circle starts, uh, August 26th. Wow. So just trying to, you know, bring it all together. Make Again, it that easy. continuity. Yeah. So just the fluidity of yes. all of that. It just comes together. And no, at no point do they feel left behind yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. what happened to what happened to pretty proverbs i i need to be poured into it's like you've already set the stage for it wow so i'm excited i want you to let everyone know where can they find you how can they start to be a part of this vlog series that i think is going to be so beneficial for so many women this summer and to continue that care for themselves as they develop themselves in Christ. Like, how can we find you? Certainly. So, all things Pretty Proverbs is on prettyproverbs.com. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically for the blog, um, you will go to the blog page on our website and it will give you step by step instructions. The blog is hosted on Facebook. We are Pretty Proverbs on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will go to our groups tab and click the blog series. Mm-hmm. And so, we will accept you and then you're in. Yeah. Easy. We are on Instagram as pretty underscore proverbs, um, Twitter pretty proverbs, and then Facebook pretty proverbs. Wow. That's where you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you can find the enrichment and encouragement to continue to be a virtuous woman in Christ as we face all of life's battles. Yes. And learn to build our war room so that we can fight around it. We just want to be that bridge. Yes. That bridge. I'm Classy Earhart, and you've been listening to Speak Life Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Classy Earhart on Facebook and Instagram. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Speak Life Conversation.
Thank you for listening.